Good morning, listeners. It is February 26th, 2024, and you are listening to the eighth episode of A New Era Podcast. My name is Hanson, better known as Freddie Online, and I'm here today with my dad, the OG Frid. Dad, would you like to say hey to the listeners this morning? Hey, listeners. How's your weekend? <clears throat> my weekend. Yeah. So, you know, I've been thinking about this. So I'm... I was away since Thursday for a trade show for the business I work in and long night or goes late. Well, not late into the night, but you know, seven o'clock both Friday and Saturday. And then you get, you have to grab something for dinner. You head back to the hotel and I have actually just been watching tons of late night college basketball which is really like you're talking like pac 12 just everything you know between some pac 12 some big east games just whenever i can i mean they've just been on all and the hotel has like eight espn channels so it's great no i'm not kidding not that many but and, uh, yeah, they you have know, all the regional sports ones and stuff. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're able to watch a lot of games. So it's getting me really hyped up for March Madness. I mean, mm-hmm. I uh, saw how well uh, Marquette did against Xavier yesterday, and then I'm sitting just uh, ESPN is just in front of my face here. And, St. John's beat Creighton. I mean, you're getting some crazy stuff. It's just the Big East, too. I think I love the Big East. I wish I was a fan of like somebody in the Big East when it came to college basketball because around mm-hmm. this time of the year, they are just so fun. It's so competitive there. And they got so many, like, not like maybe not great teams. I mean, we say that, but UConn's like number one in the country right now and just won the national title. But even if there's nobody like, in, in a year that's great in that conference, they're still always like good and it's still so fun. And we've got a week and a half ish now until we get conference tournaments, I believe. And that, that big East one is always fucking crazy. It's almost so, better than it's probably better than the ACC one. Well, yeah. So, you know, later in our podcast, we're just going to be talking about the two of us and our loves of sports and, and whatnot, but it's funny that you bring up the fact that you like the Big East, and the Big East nearly died as a conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, back when back in I your was day. Back, uh, back in my day, uh, the Big East had Syracuse, uh, Boston College. UConn, Georgetown, St. John's. Um, and this is when St. John's had Chris Mullins. Did they have Louisville too? They did have Louisville. Yeah, because yep. I remember what Louisville, Syracuse went over to the ACC. Yeah. yeah. It was it was Providence. <laughs> they had Providence, Providence is still there. Yeah. yeah, Providence is good, dude. Providence well, is a really Prov- good fucking Yeah, team. Providence back then was really good. It was just kind of, it was funny. You know, you got all these yeah. schools, and then you got Providence. But, yeah. um, right. no. 
No, it was uh, it was good. Good basketball. That's cool. That's oh, cool. And then back then, I remember UMass. For all those fans, and your aunt went to UMass back. Uh, they were they were something. Marcus Camby, Will Herndon. They had uh, a year. They went thirty and four. Heard of Marcus Camby? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Were they Big East? They no, no, no. But yeah. it was always like when the Big East started losing. I was like, oh, are they? Gonna yeah, you were like, the can they East? grab them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how I feel with ECU right now, where it's just like <clears> get us, get us into those Power Five, but yeah. then also don't. Um. All right. Well. Well, I, I guess that's what we're talking about now. That's a good. Uh, then we can recap your pirates. Uh, yeah, yeah. Win. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here we'll start with the recap. Then, quick little well, quick recap. I say that, but we recapped for a while last week, so we'll <laughs> see how it goes. Um. Yeah. First one of the first one of the weekend. College baseball is still in full swing. Uh, ECU took a series win two to one over the hated Carolina Tar Heels. However, <laughs> I don't know if you caught any of these games this weekend. All three of them were super, super good. Friday night was 2-1. Saturday was in Seger Stadium in Fayetteville, actually. Um, really? Yeah. And I only figured that out like at 1 p.m. And I was like, if you were home this weekend, I would have been like, oh, totally good at that. Yeah. Um, but what did we... I think we won 7-4 Saturday. And then 10-9 walk-off last night in Greenville. Um, get this, right? I was going to try to go to the game. Uh, it was sold out last week. Like, right after the conclusion of game one of the season, last Friday mm -hmm. night. Yeah. It sold out, like, right away. And so I was like, all right, I'll go check to see if I can grab, like, a second-hand ticket. It was like 66 bucks for the jungle. I'm sorry. I love me some ECU baseball. I love going <laughs> for $66 yeah. for a ticket in which I just stand the whole game. I'm like, I wasn't doing it. I just watched it from here. Watched it. Played some Fortnite and watched it on TV. It was a good game. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, when it comes to our actual sports, we've got uh i mean we gave ourselves a look ahead of the bruin schedule in last episode we said we yes. had four games up until the last one and i think you said we, we had a two and two week we had a two and two week yep lost to canucks yesterday correct and the and the flames and the flames yeah that flames one sucks canucks i don't i don't feel too bad about losing that game cuz like i've said they're the best team in the league right now um I mean, outside of us, I fully believe. But uh, were we? Yeah, we were away. We're on a whole away stint right now, so that makes sense. Uh, but it was three-two in overtime. You know, it's always those tight ones. Well, who do we? Do you have the schedule ahead of you? Who do we have this week? Uh, the Kraken tonight. Then we're home with the Golden Knights, and then we're on the road for the Islanders. Uh, so, yeah, so three games this week. Kraken, okay. Knights, Islanders. Not bad. Mm. Um, we did beat the Oilers, though. That one was an OT. We've had, holy shit, yeah, that was the thing. We've had a fucking stretch here. Kings, last Saturday, overtime. Stars, yeah. Monday night. 
or Monday during the day, the matinee shootout overtime against the Oilers on Wednesday overtime in a back-to-back against the flames on third. Now, when I see that now, it's really fine that we lose that game. I didn't know one. It was on a back-to-back Two, There was two overtime games. I mean, so I, I got the standings here and obviously, um, the Florida Panthers have a game in hand, but we have 81 points. The Rangers are at 81. Um, when you're just looking at the standings, just, you know, on your computer or iPad or whatever, it's almost glaring with the overtime loss, yeah, which is which is fine because that's, yeah, so the only other one is the Islanders have 14 and the Blue Jackets they have suck. 10. But they yeah, suck. but these teams are fucking terrible. Right, I know. Because... You gotta, so it's like it's like a step of, you know, yeah, you hate to lose it, but as us as fans, you see that in the standings, and you're like, dude, we were one fucking goal away. You know exactly. You're still getting a point. You do get a point for those. That's what I forget yes. about. Yeah, yeah. So you're we're sitting there with twelve losses, the least amount of losses in the entire division by a, by in the league in the league, by a in the long league. shot. I mean, the next uh, Jets have 15 in the West, 36, 15, and 5. But they'd be the closest. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, yes, you're going to overtime, which could be a detriment come playoff time because later on in the year, you're playing, you're playing extra a games. lot of yeah. minutes, a lot of minutes, but yet also. You know, is that gearing us up for playoff hockey when everything's going to be tight? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think I'd rather feel good about it. And even if you're playing deeper into the season, you know, um, or playing longer for some of these games, it's a team in which we did have a lot of turnover. So why not get them as much time on the ice together as you can in, in the first 82 before you get into the playoffs? We saw yeah. what happened with the team with the greatest chemistry and everything last year, you know. Um, yeah, so what? We've got, yeah, like I said, you play 82, right? I'm not tripping. That's, yeah, play 82. Yeah, we got like, 20, 20 to we go. We got 23. 23 to go for us. Yeah. So yeah. before we know it, I mean, let me look at this schedule. Uh, April 16th. It's the last regular season game. Uh, March, there's going to be a lot coming up here uh, with some good games, but we're almost getting to the home stretch, man. This will be, this will be interesting. It'll be an interesting fight for the one seed in the Atlantic and the one seed for the East overall. Um, I don't know if I think we've talked about this. I don't know if I want the one seed, right? Well. I mean, it all depends. It depends on projected playoff matchups. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, when I'm looking here at the standings, I mean, your eighth seed, you're going to probably play New, New Jersey. They're 29, I would 25, love and four. They're falling apart. They're falling yeah. apart recently. Yep. Um, yeah. Or, if we could play New Jersey, man. Or, you know, does does Tampa Bay... Oh, no, I've got you. I've got you here. I found BetMGM actually has an updated playoff bracket for what would happen if the season ended right now. 
We'd Atlantic one. We'd play wild card two. We'd play the lightning first round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what it has Panthers, Maple Leafs next Canes, Flyers, Rangers, Red Wings. Um, so then we you win the lightning series. You got to play probably playing the Panthers next, right? I don't, I mean, the Maple Leafs can never get it done in the playoffs. We know about this. So I'd say Panthers. You fucking f- have to face the team again, but this time in the second round. And then, yeah, so they don't even have the Devils in the playoffs here. Hmm. Um, then you got Rangers, probably Rangers Canes. Rangers beat the Canes. You probably take the Canes. You probably take the Rangers in the conference finals. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, I guess what it comes down to now is watching that Red Wing and Lightning in those wild card spots because I'd almost, I think I'd almost rather face the Lightning. The Red Wings got us earlier in the year, I remember, in yeah. a very, I think, high scoring game. And even though, I mean, most of our, okay, so we played on. 5-3 on the 31st. There was another one. 5-4 on November 4th. Um, so they, they, from what I've seen from Detroit, man, they're one of those teams that they can just go in there and they can score. And I don't really know if that's the brand of hockey I want us playing come playoff. I kind of want us to be, you know, sticking to our craft, right? Playing good defensive hockey. Get, you know... 3-1, 2-1, these sort of things, but grind it out and, and win it through the defense. So I think they would actually be a terrible matchup for us. So hopefully we can go with Tampa Bay there. I agree. You don't want to have to start chasing that puck. Exactly. In the offensive zone. Exactly. And again, especially since we've got a lot of mileage this year. A lot of minutes have been played for it- our club. We're only gonna get worse. Like it's only it's only gonna get worse for him. And the guys that are injured right now and uh, out there, you know, just sticking it out through injuries. They're they're gonna continue to get more sore and more yeah. throughout the year. And but so. they they pulled up that uh, rookie um, Mason's I forget Mason's last name uh, defenseman, and he ends up opening his first game three points. It's nice. We like to see that. I definitely do. Um, are, you got anything else on the Bruins? No, no. I just think, yeah, I'm going to say finishing up um, 23 games, I'm going to say we do something like 12, 12, 6, and whatever remaining part for overtime. Yeah. I was gonna go. I was gonna go, fourteen, six, and three. Yeah. Well, are we? So I'm twelve. I might flip it. I might flip it around. I might go fourteen. Uh, man, fourteen, and I have. Why is this so hard to do math this early in the morning? Seven left. Three, three regular losses. Four overtime losses. We'll do that instead. Yeah, so I'm going to go 12, 6, and uh, 5. 12, 6, and 5. 
Yeah, my math doesn't add up. I got to add two more. So we'll go 14, four and five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was sitting here. I was like, dude, that's 21. That's not 23 games. Blackjack. Right. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. So we'll move over to the other team in the TD Garden. Our Celtics are on an eight-game win streak. I'm pretty sure this doesn't surprise us at all. Um, this team just continues to kick ass and take names. They're up. Have you seen the standings? Uh, yes, I have it right here. Seven, seven and a half games. You want to? I saw this. Seven and a half games. Saw this stat, I think, and yeah, it still applies. The, um, the gap in the one to two seed in the East is larger than the gap from the one seed to the eight seed in the West. Let that yeah. let that sink in for a second. The the one seed and the eight seed in the Western Conference are more competitive than it is to have the one seed in the East right now. That's how good we are. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, forty seven. Yes, the yeah. Mavericks are seven points away. Or yeah, and yet we're and that's, seven and a half. Wow, forty five and twelve. Um, what did I end up saying? I think we did predictions for the whole record did i say 66 and 16 again like that yeah. i think that was it you had 16 losses and i really think they're only gonna have they 15. might be we've got one two three four four eight twelve sixteen twenty twenty two eighteen and four throughout twenty two the next twenty two that is a hundred percent doable the the pace that this team is the only thing stopping us from hitting that or potentially even better maybe even going for could we I, uh, I, well we could I, we could only do it if we won out every single game for the rest of the year we could go for seventy wins that's not gonna happen yeah but I think the only thing keeping us back from hitting that sixty six and sixteen mark is if I and I don't you would think it would be by this point because we're up seven and a half games I don't know when we're gonna start sitting guys for playoffs you know once Derek white starts to sit or the jalen browns and the jason tatum like but i don't know you know what i i, I know a i don't think you sit that long because i mean he's got a rotation yeah the hmm. the awesome thing about the celtics is they're 10 deep eight you could i'd say eight it'd be good about it Ted has pushed it a little, but yeah, you got those guys like the, uh, what is it? The, where's his name? Fucking, he's not even on Google for whatever. Kato, Kato, the guy that comes in, the young kid that they got from the G League. Um, <clears throat> but you got, yeah, Tatum, Porzingis, Jalen Brown, Derek White, Drew Holiday, Peyton Pritchard, Al Horford. That's your seven. Uh, there's Kato. Al, Sam Hauser is playing minutes. Yeah, Sam Hauser's your eight. I'd say that's the eight you know. Oh, wait. It maybe might be because Luke Cornett. Yeah. And then Jordan Walsh has been seeing some run. Um, you got Oshai Brissett. I see him in, in... I'd say you go nine deep. You go nine deep with Hauser and Cornett in there too, but you have the possibility of going to Kato Brissett, Walsh, uh, J.J. Davidson. I mean, yeah, they got the guys to do it. Um, I, I just, I hope we just don't start sitting them. 
I mean, we're going to lock up the one seed pretty early if we keep it on this pace. Um, I, I want, it might be selfishly, I want them to stay on the court because I want to go for that record, and I want to see Tatum try to solidify his MVP case more because we all know he deserves to be in the conversation, and he's literally not really in the conversation right now. Um, well, I mean, it's well, it's weird. Again, we were talking at the end of last week after, so we start our doing our podcast here on Monday, and then we hear everybody else during the week or even later on Monday actually come up with the same takes that we had that we're amazed about. And Stephen A. Smith last week was just all about, you know, again, Tatum and the face. I think they did a segment with J.J. Reddick, and they were pushing Jason is the next face of the NBA. I love that. But I think, like, realistically, and so obviously for the listeners, though, because we had this conversation, we're talking about after... I mean, at least I am after LeBron leaks. I don't, I, I don't, oh, yeah, it was much, after yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was about to say, I don't care how much you want to push it or anything like that. Um, I mean, to me, still, LeBron James is as much as I can't stand him sometimes. Uh, I, obviously, he's still the face of the league until he retires, and he's still the best player in the league until he retires. I'm not taking no, like, I honestly, I'm not taking Jokic. I'm not taking a beat. I'm not taking Tatum. I'm not taking anybody over LeBron until. Until he retires, when he keeps stepping foot on a basketball court, he is the best player in the planet. But after that, but not there's a whole bunch of guys. What were you gonna say here? I was just gonna say, but LeBron's not the best player ever. No, of course not. No, I got that as Jordan. Yeah. Um, that's you probably thought I'd go LeBron and that'd be the generational difference but no I'm I'll until the day I die say that MJ I legitimately LeBron I think would need to win the next three wing three rings back to back at this point in his career oh wait that would put him up well no that would put him up to seven so no so he needs two more he would need to go back to back though there could be a year between it I'd need to see dominance like but um but yeah but as I was just saying about the MVP ladder and stuff, too. They've had Tatum in fifth for the last four weeks. Behind Doncic, Giannis, SGA, and then Jokic. And that would be the thing, uh, Jokic. That would be the thing that I would think um, he would, or the people that he would compete with as the face, Tatum, as the face of the league after LeBron. I think it, I think it's, Probably going to be a guy like Luca, right? Maybe Giannis, but he's getting a little older too. I mean, not older. I think he's he's only like a year or two older than Tatum. But why not Luca? The I, NBA I, loves Luca. It's like their golden child, man. They do, but um, I, I just don't think an Eastern European guy would fit it's gonna make, hole. yeah yeah um so then that eliminates uh jokic yeah. too Embiid. Yeah. Embiid's not likable no, no i'm gonna shoot Embiid's that i hate because i hate Embiid, and he's not yeah and all of his fucking injuries uh sga 
too small market of a team. They're not going to make somebody in the Thunder fucking face it. So, yeah, I mean, that puts you right there. At least if we're looking at the MVP ladder here, Tatum. I mean, it's not going to be a guy like Jimmy Butler who's fucking pushing 40, and he's... Uh, I hate Jimmy, too. I mean, Wembenyana, but he's... No. You're not making him the face over some of these guys who are still better than him. So you see, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird situation. It's going to be a weird fallout. Um, and I think maybe just the timing of when LeBron retires really throws this into some shit. Because you yeah. know, if it's soon, I mean, I think you'd be more forced to like try to make it Tatum just because like Victor's not at that step yet. But if he plays another three, maybe four to stretch it out and play with his son. What? Then you could have some other guys. Like, what about like a uh, Anthony Edwards in Minnesota? Does he mm -hmm. rise up in four years' time to kind of be up there rivaling with uh, with Tatum? Because I mean, he's leading his team to the one seed in the um, West right now. Or other factors, but or we know that the NBA is rigged because once Bronny gets into the league, plays with Dad, Dad retires, and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, Bronny's the face then the nba's rigged i don't i don't think it would never happen he won't be the face but it'll be damn close if they play if they play together yeah you're seeing all the media stuff around that that whole year if they win if they win a title and nobody has really pulled away to be like Oh my God, that guy's the new face. Yeah. LeBron retires. They come into the new season and Bronny Jr. is defending the back to back. Then he's the face. They will make him the face of the league. They will. Point. Yes. They will. You know, make him it fits the story too well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bronny also kind of like fucking sucks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, he's getting better. Um, but I mean, you could see like. <clears throat> Well, I would say, like, you see his fucking play from the start of his USC days till now, but I forgot he had, like, a fucking heart attack, so that doesn't count. Yeah. I forget yeah. he wasn't playing. At 100%. So he's getting back acclimated with the team. Um, I know, I saw some, I actually saw some highlights of him on TikTok, like, a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, <clears throat> I guess people were too worried that he'd come back and um, feel almost like a step back from his team and, and trying to do too much, trying to be too like ISO ball, hero ball, solar shit. And he's actually making some good reads and some good passes. And so, I don't know, mm. maybe he's got the eye of his dad. Mm. Um, okay, so we got through MVP. We've, I mean, we could still hit those record predictions that we said last season or last week's episode. What did you, so I said 66 and 16. You said 65 and 17? Yeah. Okay. Damn. So we could either be we on could, pace. I could either be very right or it's just under that and you're closest. You're a dick for that. You fucking I, shut me out. Yep. Oh my god. All right. Always always go under. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, so what? Let's look ahead though, really quick. We got Cavs, big big game tomorrow, seven thirty PM in Cleveland. I say big game, but I just just because they're the two seed, they're still seven and a half games away from us. Right, um, and then if if you win that, now you're eight. If you I mean, is it nine? 
No, it would be eight and a half. Because eight and a half. Yeah, it would count as one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It always fucks me up sometimes when, or like you know when one team plays and one team doesn't. They're like, oh well, here's the half the game and oh yeah, yeah. I don't fucking get it. Um, Nuggets. Damn, this is a huge. Wait, Nuggets on Thursday in Denver. Uh, well, it makes sense. We had three back-to-back home games. Then we got at the Suns Saturday at eight thirty. This is a gauntlet of a week. Um, and then don't worry, we get to play against the terrible Portland Trailblazers next Monday. So only three games this week in between us recording this episode. Next, we got the easier part of our away trip next week. But um. Yeah, two. I mean, what do you what do you want to see? Two and one here. Two and one. Yep, absolutely. Two and, two and one. Two and one, and I just want the one loss to be against one of the Western Conference teams. Just don't. Honestly, you could go one and two, because if you beat the Cavs, you're still picking up the whole game there. I'd want to go two and one, and just don't lose to the Cavs. But right. if you do, if you do, go one and two. Make sure to only be Cleveland Tuesday night, I think. It just makes the most sense for Eastern Conference. Um, all right, you got anything else about uh, those boys balling in the TD Garden? No, I mean, I just very impressed. I was able to watch a little bit about, I think it was... Next game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just very, very impressive ball. Um. And yeah, they were, the commentator, even though Jalen was the leading scorer and all, um, it was wild. Uh, Jason did at times seem to throw up a stupid three, maybe just to get rhythm into the game. But yet he was just making more passes. Um, yeah, very. The guys are very impressive. They're they're just they look like they're just having fun there and just like flowing oh, yeah. like it's just, it's just working. And you said that thing about yeah he's making smart passes. He's still chucking up these stupid threes, but that's yeah. just that's just that has been. I mean, as a Duke fan, that has been engraved in Tatum's head since his one year at Duke. I mean he he has a very bad habit of sometimes when he wants to get back into the game and he feels like he's you know a little too slow. He'll just run up there and check some fucking Steph Curry threes and hope that yeah. he can bet. Like, absolute heat check shots. Um, but if he can get over that and learn to drive a little bit more pass, um, you make some of those passes and those extra ones and you get the other guys flowing and it goes to support his point when he was commenting about uh, the MVP race and stuff last week where he's like, well, I would hope the voters would know if you're looking at our team at a whole and looking at the game as a whole. I don't have the 33 points a game and 10 rebounds and 10 assists or whatever again because I don't need to because just the way that our team works and we're so efficient, I'm so efficient at my role, I don't need to put up unreasonable numbers for us still to have be 45 and 12 and by far the best team in the league, you know? Yeah, it was, it was funny. He went down, made one of those stupid quick three-pointers, lost the ball. They go back. I think they got in a turnover or something and he's just dribbling back down and there was a foul. I think it was an offensive foul, but you know how the guys still shoot. He shot from the logo, not the center court, but the inside into the logo and it was just and drained it. 
So it's okay. like, you know, the kid can hit from there. Well, it's because he's got the length. I feel like he could hit from the opposite side of the court if he needed to. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what happens. It's just. He just, into the, I think he just rushes it. He does. And he does them when he's like wide open too. You know, yeah. you swing the rock and he's right there and it's just fucking. And uh, I think his feet I don't know if it's aren't just a feet, set. I was going to say a feet yeah, set. The thing. feet I think aren't set. If he needs to be set as a shooter, but if he's yeah. moving into it and pretty deep, yeah, gets his head there. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, he's still my MVP. Only thing is, I don't get a vote for it. So, um, whatever. And he's up, and he's up on the wall, too. Yep, he's up, he's on, up the on the wall. wall. I'm going to, maybe I'll, I'll have to update that. I think maybe throughout this year, that'd be cool. Tatum will stay up there. I'll have to get one of, like, my favorite player for all these teams throughout the whole year and uh maybe we'll like we'll have an episode on it posture knock will stay up there too just maybe get somebody new from the brady and the bogart's one um all right well to talking about bogart's red Sox. boom that was a bad transition um we're actually finally going to talk about the red Sox on this podcast yeah it took us eight episodes but we'll actually have a segment on the Red Sox now. Um, uh, the, the thing that brought this up, Dad, so I can segue us here, is uh, what I texted you about this week where Devers had, what was it, I think just his introductory press conference or something. Um, what was it? This is February 20th, so I think this was last Tuesday. Is that when I texted you about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> basically... Devers was calling out Red Sox for a disappointing offseason, uh, saying that everybody knows what we need, um, stuff that Kenley Jansen and Petey have actually made comments about recently. Um, let me go through this to see. You know, and, and keep in mind, this is in the middle of, um, you know, like it says here, closing the book on the Kind Bloom era, and, you know, we're replacing him with Craig. Um and having to go through all that turmoil and also having to navigate a free agency market that is highly dictated by uh, waiting on a Shohei Otani deal and, and just what's, what's going to happen and how, how do the pieces fit in. Uh, and and plus, I mean, you and get in with him too. Go ahead. I was going to say, and plus uh, Scott Boris is an agent that has just about every remaining free agent out there. Yeah, and I, I've, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little too because one of them we still have our eyes on, and I think we do need to, you know, touch on it. Um, but what was this? Okay, everybody knows what we need. You know, what we need, and they know what we need. It's just some things I can't say. I'm not allowed. Uh, Devers was saying through an interpreter. Everybody knows that our organization that knows the game knows what we need. We know what we need, don't we? We need some fucking depth. We need some pitching help. And outside of Lucas Giolito, it was not attended to really this offseason. I mean, I was looking at the, what, the transactions here? Let's go through this, right? For a very... All right, uh, yeah. Max Castillo off waivers from Kansas City. Don't know who that guy is. Don't think he's going to do anything much. On the 3rd of January, we get Lucas Giolito to a one-year contract option for 2025. Resign Nick Pavetta. Uh... Nothing else pitching-wise. Named Andrew Bailey pitching coach, which I do think is going to be a little big. I will say, maybe they're not making as many moves 
to their pitching additions. Because I think Andrew Bailey might be a, a really beneficial to mm-hmm. us this year, but you still need talent. Um, well, I mean, and, and, and you end up trading Chris Sale away. Yes. Uh, that's where I think, you know, obviously in my mind of a perfect rotation, which we never had last year with Sale and being injured, and we haven't had for the past, since we won the title with him. Um, I, I feel like he moves out of that one spot and then Giolito moves right into that A spot for me. So I don't really feel like it hurts too much, uh, especially because we haven't fucking seen Chris Sale do shit since the World Series run. I mean, I love him, and I will always love Chris Sale um, for bringing us and having that incredible year. I just always thought it was stupid how long we re-signed him for and everything. He was getting up there already with the age. He had some... Um, you know, injury concerns already and injury history. Um, so I was happy to get rid of them, uh, especially because I wish it showed the transaction here. I don't know if it does. Um, the fuck, what was his name? That Von we got Grisham. Von Grisham. I love yep. Von Grisham. <clears throat> I loved him in Atlanta. I think he's, um, I think he's could be really good for us. Really cool piece. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. And then you get, look at this. Uh, I don't see another, oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, that was the one thing. Never mind. We did get Liam Hendricks last Tuesday, actually. Um, granted he's, he's a bit of an older guy. Uh, but I, I've seen him pitch decent seasons, uh, with the White Sox, um, not as a starter, obviously. This guy would just be playing relief. But that's fine because our bullpen... I don't even know if I could have named you anybody out of our bullpen last year outside of Kenley Jansen. I don't know about you, but... Yeah. Um, but all of this to go say, right? You, I, I'm sure, can agree. A disappointing offseason, right? Um, what, did you, what did you want to see out of them? Keep in mind... Outside of the kind of bloom change and everything, we probably obviously needed some pitching. Although I mean, they're probably trying to get. There was always that talk about Whitlock and Cutter Crawford. It's it's their time to step up, or will next year be an intro into this year that's stepping up. So I think they've always eyed those guys to be into the starting rotation. And now it's just either this is the year or it's one year sooner than they had planned. But I mean, it's going to be think, a young team. Wasn't Whitlock, is Whitlock going to be a starter? Yeah. Okay. I Eric like that. Whitlock. I like I like Whitlock. I liked him. Um, I mean, even in New York and everything here. Um, I thought he was just going to be relief again. However, I mean, if he breaks out, that's great. I mean, and yeah, if you're sitting back here, and yes, we are a young team. You know, we our window necessarily isn't anywhere close. So, um, yeah, you hope maybe some of these guys, um, you know, break out, and maybe that's why you only signed Giolito to a one-year deal with an option of next year. Because, you know, maybe if, if you get the Bellows, if you get the Crawford, if you get the um, who the fucking Whitlock, if you get them all to break out, you yeah. know, 
there's four. You got four very good starting pitchers. Now you only just need a five, somebody serviceable. Um, that as of right now, I don't I don't know who that would be. Let me see. Fucking uh oh, Nick Pavetta. I mean, yeah. you get Nick Pavetta fine. That's that's awesome. But it's a matter of if they don't break out, um, and they just start getting shelled at this major league level, like uh you you gotta pull them early. And we don't necessarily have the guys in the to bullpen. get us through in the bullpen. Yeah. That's the thing. There are these other other guys here that I do see. Um, one, Tanner Houck. Mm-hmm. He could be a guy that rotates through there too. Is like, you know, if uh, Cutter's not getting it or something, you got you got Tanner Houck that you could possibly rely on too. You've also got who is it? Brian Matta who I know has been a younger guy for us too, 24 still, um, that I, I'm sure he'll you know, maybe come up and play a little bit with us. Um, actually, makes never mind. He's, I'm seeing this now a day ago. Matt is set to miss time after pulling his right hamstring Sunday. So that was yesterday. Uh, he was set to compete for a bullpen spot for opening day. He'll have to wait for his opportunities. Last year appeared in nine games, starting in seven for AAA Worcester. 0-3 record, 6.33 ERA, 2.19 WHIP, 28 Ks to 30 walks through 27 innings. So that's the thing. It's like you you hope these guys break out, but then if the guys that you need to break out don't, then you're going to guys like this to rely on to be your fifth, your day five starter who's potentially getting shelled for eight, eight in three innings. Well, I think that uh, we're just going to look offensively and hopefully have some other individuals. I saw somebody who had his first game, not uh, not game one, but game two, that we absolutely love this name, Blaze Jordan. Oh, my God. Wait, is he actually, is this finally coming to fruition? Blaze uh, played game two played some first base no fucking way dude i love oh it's probably because gat oh we might see him more cassius has the flu right now maybe they're gonna play blaze a little more at first i love this dude fucking our last game of spring is this they only do four spring training games no 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 it was just it was just showing the next one okay uh, we got a game at 105 today that I'll probably watch a little bit of. Um, Blaze Jordan. Have you ever listened to the Jared Carabas podcast? It's now called the Name Redacted podcast, but it used to be Section 10. I mean, I've heard him. Yeah. Oh, my God. They. Um, I know of Blaze because I used to listen to that podcast all the time, and I think they actually had him on an episode once. Super dope. But they were just like you. They were like, oh, I fucking love this guy. Like, please, Jordan. And I was like, I can't wait till this guy makes it up well, there. That kid was hitting dingers in, in high school. Mm-hmm. Home run. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got a rocket. Yeah, and he, he won, I think it was at the All-Star Game, won the home that's run awesome. derby. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. So you have him as a third base, first base. Probably he went two for corner. three, too, dude. Yeah. Two for three, one RBI. He did have a K. Not oh, fuck. I love this guy. Not probably a corner outfield. 
So you got Devers, Cassis, Bobby Dalback, Blaze Jordan. They have him listed as a third baseman on ESPN. Yeah. But he played first base the other day. But yeah, you, you can't, you don't have enough position for all of them. So if one of those guys, if Blaze starts to break out, Bobby Dalback is expendable. Yeah, because I know, oh man, we were talking about him last week, and we love Bobby, and we want him to be so good, but the one game he played on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, no. And I... Yeah, I, no. What the fuck? Did he even... I don't think he played. I don't, I don't want to say this while you're looking this up, you know, but I know Rafi is cute little... Pudgy face Raffy is our face of the Boston Red Sox, and he had a huge dinger the other day. But if he keeps on spilling his mouth about stuff, you have guys. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know where you're getting to. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I was looking because I thought Bobby was bad. Uh, Bobby hasn't been bad. Okay. Bobby first hasn't off, been let's bad. start. Let's start. Uh, first game. You went two for two with an RBI. And then uh, yesterday, it's the Braves. I think he played in. Uh, 0-2 at bat, but he had a walk. Bobby's seeing the ball better. Cool. Number one. Number two. If you're talking about move endeavors. I'm not. Well, yes. I'm going to throw that out just for commentary. Yes. This, okay. This is why I... Literally, for my own mental sanity, cannot see this fucking move happen. Because if you move on from Devers, mm -hmm. do you know how far back this whole Devers charade has fucked things up? Because it's part of the reason we move on from Mookie. Because Mookie was going to have a contract coming up, and you know you got to pay one of Devers or Bogarts. Oh, get rid of Mookie. He's going to ask for a higher contract, and he's not as young. Okay, cool. We've got over that charade. We were already pissed off about that. Never wanted to move on from Mookie. Whatever. Fuck it. Everybody hated the move. All right, but you get Verdugo. He's younger in here, okay? You know, and he's got a bat, and he could be a good prospect for you. Oh, no, we're going to trade him too. You know, we're going to get rid of Kime, and he's we're going to get oh. rid of the guy that we got rid of one of the best Red Sox players of the last 20 years for. Uh, oh, before okay. that. But well, no. But before that, Bogarts got too. rid of Bogarts. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the thing. It was you gotta you have to sign Bogarts endeavors, and we're not gonna have the money with bets. Oh, Bogarts wants a contract. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got Boris out there, and he's demanding. Yeah, get him out of here, man. Just go to yeah. fucking City. Oh, okay. So now we've lost two cornerstone pieces, two cornerstone players in three years, and then, and then it's like, oh. well... Now, because of all these moves, we've been held up for so long and money, and we don't know what to do, and we're moving on from Verdugo, and we're scrambling. And oh, wait, you're telling me Devers is upset now? He's Wait, he's upset that the team sucks, and we can't make moves because it's just domino effect? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's bitching to the media? Oh, let's just fucking move him, too. No, <laughs> we can't do it. Dude, that's too much. We would just, we've already set ourselves back with some of these moves over the last couple of years, but that would be atrocious. That would be almost as bad as like, not saying he's as good, 
but for what he means to this team right now in its current stance, that would be like moving Pedroia in 2009. Like, mm-hmm. that would be that big. You can't do it. Um, but if you did. If you did. What do you want to move him for? Yeah, I have to have a, a tier one starter. Tier one starter and... And, and probably... I mean, I, I think you're locked up in your uh, um, middle in your um, infield with your second base and, and future shortstop, the Meyer kid. So I think mm-hmm. you're set there, right? Marcelo, I forget about yep. him. Marcelo, you're you're locked in there. As soon as Trevor is done, he moves in, and we just yeah, already missed number fifteen right now. 15. Yeah. And we already mentioned Vaughn Grissom at second. Uh, so you got first base because I thought he was remember. Short. No, he's oh no, because we got second base. We got yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and remember, Kristen Cassis needs an extension because I want to be here my whole life. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be, we got to move on from Devers because Cash just wants his extension. Oh, we're going to push off Cash's extension and and not sign him. Oh, all right, we got to move on from Cash's. And who are we going to go sign? I don't know, fucking Trevor Story and Justin Turner. No disrespect to them. They did what they did. But, like, we're, I don't know what, I think a lot of my frustration with these moves stems from the fact that I think Kime was a fucking idiot. Yeah, I really liked Kaim at the time. At the hire, I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, and then Kaim just got on my shit list very early and was just, he just very stand backish and didn't stand off his, didn't do much, well, didn't make splashes. We're the Boston Red Sox, bro. Like, and that's saw, it. That's I saw it. an article about it today and they were like, you know, it used to be stuff of, you know, going out and signing the John Lackeys, the Manny Ramirez, mm-hmm. the. You're going out the Adrian Gonzalez when we did, I think, in 2012 to help through that. T- you're going out. You're getting those big guys. You're the Boston Red Sox. It's Fenway Park. It's a it's a spectacle to play there. And now it's like not only do people not want to come here because uh, we bid bad, but the fucking front office is like a mess. And like you don't yeah. – you could sign and you could be with us for 14 games and we can move on for you too because we're, it's just – it seems weird right now. You had ownership – who I think also lost track of the Red Sox and with their oh because John and, Henry cares more about fucking Liverpool than he does yeah, the baseball team exactly um, and then you had you decide to hire a a you know up and coming the young uh, mastermind in Chaim but yet he was never in a situation as big as the red sox so he tries to yeah. use that small all- market or mid-market mentality to try and move pieces boom 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 and it just didn't work that's why it's so exciting to have theo back into the picture yeah um wait who did you say theo epstein we know it's craig breslow well too. yes craig is but theo epstein is a senior oh, oh, no. advisor part okay. owner yeah so um, Craig, so Craig's got to go. Theo, is this right? Can I yeah. do this? He's like, Theo, here's the trade. Uh, before I press, you know, confirm yeah. on my controller here. Can you sign off? Is this can is this fine? Can you look at this? Can you give it the blessing, Theo? Can you yeah. kiss it? 
Um, or yeah, or Craig, is, think... Craig is just going to be Theo's puppet. Yeah. And at um, one press conference, he's going to say, I, Theo Epstein, I mean, Craig. <laughs> um, I, I think what you mentioned about Kime, he, because he came from Tampa there, right? And they yeah. just had a bunch of homegrown talent anyways. It's not like they're drafting. They weren't drafting like fucking generational prospects or anything. It's just, it's these guys that they just had a system and they were bringing up, um, you know, and the guys like Wander Franco, minus the off the field stuff. I mean, just talent wise, you know, he had all these guys, and then in Boston, you came over. This farm system didn't have that, and I don't think he knew what to do really when he was in a team that didn't have that to go back on. Um, I I mentioned. What are you looking at? I'm watching right now the Kyle flip. How do you say Filipowski? Filipowski. Oh my God! Let's um, hold on. Let's let's finish the Red Sox and then we can. Oh, you want to talk about it? Okay, I do want to talk about it. Yeah. I do want to talk. All right. Last thing: John Henry cares more about Liverpool than he does the Red Sox. I get it's big. I get soccer is a bigger sport, but you have one of the best franchises in the MLB, a team that has won four, four. World Series championships since 2000. I don't care if you don't want to. You have to pay attention to this team. And if you don't, I'm honestly calling for Henry in the Fenway Sports to sell the fucking team. They'll never do it. No, they won't. But, like, please pay attention or stop, like, just stop neglecting it because, well, and, like, and it's again, noticeable. That's why Theo Epstein is here. We hope. Uh, Okay. Whoever that Wake Forest kid was. Fucking absolute bullshit. I am on board with John Shire here. Quick transition over into this question. Did you, so you're seeing the video. I'm watching the video right now. Gets hit yep. there. Oh, another kid. His Not, knee's like um, planted. It looks yep. like the first kid comes through, and it looks like he's almost trying to hit him or, like, get yep. in his way, get his phone in his face or something. Um. Yeah, I'm absolutely with John Coach Shire here. That's that's fucking ridiculous. The kid knew what he was doing. There's Filipowski is seven foot tall, bro, in like two hundred forty pounds. He's huge. He's probably not two forty, but he's you don't miss him. Okay, yeah. It is very easy to get around him there, as all the other students are doing on the court. He knew what he was doing, bro. Oh, he is two forty, seven foot two forty eight. You can you definitely see that kid. And even when he does and the trainers come and grab him, everyone else is still running. They're still around. running around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that we lost the game and like played bad, should have won the game. Not, shouldn't have even given the chance to storm the court. Right. Uh, but it was getting close at the end there. But I mean, that's just this is fucking ridiculous. At first I thought it was an ankle thing, too. But it was just, oh, he just, you know, twisted his ankle a little bit. I was like, oh, that sucks. Maybe he'll be a little tender and not play the next game, but he'd be back for Carolina on Saturday. Now, uh, it's apparently a knee. And I look at the video, and I'm like, shit, it actually was because it was planted. Yeah, That's what the kid ran into. Um, so now you don't know. I mean, they've got... <clears throat> Louisville on Wednesday, 
Oh, shit. It's not next Saturday. It's two Saturdays from now. It's Carolina. All right, good thing. Louisville Wednesday, Saturday, Virginia, Monday, NC State, Saturday after that, North Carolina. But, and then you get into postseason play. And, like, if this is a really bad knee injury or some knee, this is going to linger around and uh, potentially impact Duke's chances, you know, for the national title, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I just I, keep on watching it. I know. It's like you, the, you're trying to, like, nitpick through the video and stuff and you just don't you just don't know it's a train wreck it's a train wreck it's all it's all fucking rigged duke was getting a little too close to the national title again they said up oh, send yeah. a kid into the wake floor student mm-hmm. section to take him out yeah, sleeper agent <laughs> um all right uh the last thing about the red sox there that i wanted to say you had mentioned the boris four yeah i think uh the one that i know we're still waiting on is Jordan Montgomery. Um, the Rangers pitcher from last year. Um, but apparently as of right now, a report, this was from Nick Goss of NBC sports, Boston on Friday. Uh, Red Sox are waiting for Jordan Montgomery's price to come down. They're prioritizing Jordan Montgomery over other potential free agent pitching additions, but still just waiting for the price. Which is. I mean, we have the money. Um, Isn't what, Blake Snell still available to him? I think he is, right? Yeah. I think he is, but I think he's also part of that Boris Four. Where is yeah. he? Here. What about the yeah, rest he, of the Boris Four? Um, Bellinger, Snell, Montgomery, and Matt Chapman. Yeah. Bellinger just signed with Chicago Cubs. Justin? Mm-hmm. When was that? Yesterday. I feel like I did see that. Yeah. 17 hours ago. Yeah. $80 million deal has multiple opouts. Yeah. This is, this is the fucking thing about Scott, man. That, like, even if I, and I would love Montgomery, I really do think we need the help pitching. He is, I mean, he's damn good at what he does, but it's going to be a back and forth. And, like, it's going to be a contract that if we get Montgomery and he has a good year or two, we're like, yeah. But he could have, it could be like a. But there'll be a buy, yeah, a player option. Yeah, there'll be opt outs and. Or escalating clauses that, okay, now he hit this amount of innings. Now you automatically Mm -hmm. get him for his third year at $32 million or something. Three years, 80 millions for Bellinger. 24, 2025, $20 million. Wait, thirty million in this use, twenty million in twenty twenty six with this contract. Uh yeah. Well, I mean thirty million for Bellinger. Yeah, these guys are gonna be expensive. Yep. Um, I hope we get them. I hope we don't I'd rather no pun intended here, uh swing and a miss on him with a deal than continue to wait till his price comes down and he just gets swooped in and, and grabbed by somebody else, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, all right. So then there was, there was a lot more recapping, but we did we talked about the Red Sox. So this is good. And I'm happy we've, we've done this now on the pod. Uh, this will, I, I know you've got something about somebody else who there's, happened to win something. There was, yeah, there's another team out there that actually brought home a championship last Monday. 
the Boston Cannons of the PLL. They they looked this up too. They did the six v six champions series, um, which is virtually box lacrosse, uh, and they took it home. They were two and two, and they beat the Philadelphia uh, Water Dogs, and who Philadelphia was four and zero through the little mini uh, tournament that they have. And then they, yeah, Boston came home with a W. So there's another championship. Why are you seeing this? This is all from memory, son. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I don't even fucking. Oh, February 14th and 19th championship series. Here was. Yeah. Oh, there's one in Charlotte. Yes. June 7th, June 9th. Um, yeah. All right. Friday. Wait, round robin. Wednesday. Lost 26-25. Then Friday they come back. They win 26-19. Saturday, lost 12-22. Sunday, 23-15. Monday, 23-22. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Especially after we lost to that team on Saturday, 12-22. That's awesome. Championship. Cool. Championship like- to Boston. So it's actually like this is something big for them. That's not. So this is yeah. This is uh the second year that they've done it. Um, is it like a, the in season tournament thing or something like the NBA has, but just for PLL? Well, again, it's six v six box lacrosse, and it's at the beginning of the year. Obviously, the regular season doesn't start until right after May thirty first. Yeah, right after Labor Day. Um, and just an opportunity for some other guys to get to play. Um, there, I saw on the PLL network, I think it is on YouTube. They, there was a kid from, um, linebacker from, uh, Stanford and he graduated, did a grad school year at Virginia he um, chose football over lacrosse uh, when he went into college and ended up um, just a little documentary on him playing. And then he did ended up getting signed to the California Redwoods. Very cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you'd think, you know, I, I should know more about at least this PLL considering. My playing experience there. Yeah. Uh, is this is it a good time to get into our I mean, yeah. last part? Um, so let me preface this all before we get into the conversation. Um, this will be this will be probably one of our uh, just most conversational segments that we have um, so far on the pod, or we'll have yeah most personal ones. Um, just because for the listeners here, we wanted to give you guys. I know we've mentioned it briefly in episodes. Uh, when we refer back to some questions and stuff like that. Uh, but we wanted to give a little bit more of a background and kind of a conversation about what, um, h- how a new era podcast came to be um, and how, you know, me and Dad's uh, sports conversations have kind of evolved and um, what, what made us. 
here. Um, and so all of that to say, in my playing experience, um, as I did play lacrosse in high school for a couple of years and uh, as well a plethora of different sports at the time then too with some baseball and soccer and stuff growing up um, where, you know, I always had this guy on the sideline here uh, cheering me on as, as a coach or um, teaching me some stuff and, and reffing it as well. Um, and that goes, you know, for me is going dating all the way back to like some of the first soccer that I started out with my dad as a coach is part of the reason uh, I started to fall in love with sports so much. You know, me and my dad had a great connection where you're going and you're practicing and having a game weekly. Uh, but you know, you really buy into it, uh, really helps drive your love for, you know, like competition and, uh, and just being a part of a team and, uh, you know, being able to build on that for so many years and uh, continue, you know, across sports. Um, it, it made my love for the game in any game what it is now to be able to jump on every Monday and, and just talk sports with my dad for like an hour and a half. Um, and then I'm sure it, it kind of does the same for you, but if you want to go ahead on you know, what, what led you down this road, I guess? Well, yeah. So when I grew up in New Hampshire, um, my parents became very involved with the recreation department um, to the point where actually um, they ran it after the long time. A gentleman was there for many years, and then he had retired, and then they took it over. Um played soccer, baseball. Um, yeah, those were my two main sports. I never played basketball growing up. I mean, I'd play, you know, but I didn't play competitive basketball. Um, did not play uh, competitive football either. Soccer and baseball were my main um Did you play hockey, sports. Um, I just played, uh, pond hockey. And then when I was, um, adult played a little bit more pickup with adults, but, um, yeah. didn't play. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a team, uh, played lacrosse, um, in high school as well. Um, nice. but the, yeah, I mean, my, my love for my dad coached, um soccer coach me in soccer which yeah i mean he didn't know a thing about soccer <laughs> uh but tried um but uh baseball really uh he actually started um uh babe ruth baseball team so i played um with them for a number of years um yeah my goal i was i was a catcher my goal was gonna move there but uh a freak injury occurred and i got squeamish after a bat was thrown back and dislocated my shoulder uh yeah so i I that 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 does it so i became really (laughs) really squeamish behind the plate um had to move to do other stuff i could not hit worth a lick um but i could field but Soccer became um, then the the sport that I uh, greatly enjoyed and 
got me an opportunity to go to Massachusetts where our family eventually began um, and continued coaching you and your sister in that sport. Um, I think my, my coaching effort in soccer started when I was uh, 18 years old, a senior in high school. So I've been, I think, part of this sport for 35, 36 years or so. It's a long time. It's really long yeah. time. Yeah. And then I think, you know, you brought up your your taste of lacrosse in high school. I think the really cool the cool thing about you and, and your willingness to, to play, I mean, you you did play soccer, you enjoyed it, and then it came to a time in which was it were you gonna put in the not the effort, because you've always been an effort kid, but was it going to lead you into the the high school level? And all of a sudden, you just loved the lacrosse part. And I think for you, I think I just, yeah, it was it was partially, you know, do I want to play this at a high school level? Yeah. But also, it was just like, you know, we played for a while, man. I mean, at yeah. that point, what like ten years? About. You were you were five when you started playing soccer. Eight eight to nine years then, or somewhere around then. Um, so it's like, I guess I got kind of got done with it, and yeah, we found lacrosse, and that was just fun. I mean, yeah, you, I don't, you, I loved being, I loved, you know, getting out there and fucking hitting sometimes. Hitting, yeah, <laughs> getting yeah. hit, yeah. I mean, there was, I, yeah, I always remember. The one time uh, where you got just laid got, out, like, you got yeah. laid out. Zero to 90. Yeah. Um, but then, I am mean, like, you just popped right back up. And, and ready yeah, to I eat those shit, kid. kid. I eat yeah. those shit. But, um, yeah. Uh, your, your baseball opportunity was short-lived. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows? I could be pitching for the Red Sox right now. Well, I might yeah, be. You could have yeah. if yeah. if you didn't. Yeah, the best thing was we got into that team where, I mean, the the baseball part was clickish. We had just moved into the neighborhood. Um, you played for the, you tried out for the team. No one knew who Hanson was. Everyone else was together. I think for a couple of years. Yeah, and um, I think one day the coaches just like watched you throw. I think from second base or something. And then he and was like, this kid can fucking throw. This kid's you, got an arm. Put you on the mound and you were, you were lighting it up. And then you actually started that first game. Yep. And then being the kid. Wasn't it like first pitched it? No, I think I had like no. one good. You had one out pitch. and it was the next. Yeah. And oh, it was the second guy. Okay. Second so that's guy. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. They just beamed it. I don't know if I have like the fucking yips or something. That one was just, yeah. You, know, you can't have those. You can't have those. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this again. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't wanna, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I don't want to questionably almost kill a kid at the fucking mountain. Let's not. So, um, <laughs> but, um, so then how well, did this? How did our yeah. podcast begin? I was about to say. So all of that to say, I guess. Because that goes on to kind of 
um, detail our sports background and why we're so invested in the sports and, and keeping up with them. But mm. what? So at this point, how long have we been saying let's make a bucket? Like at least a year. Right? At least a year. At least a year. So I'll probably say, I'll probably say 2022. Um, somewhere around 2022, when was it before or after I started streaming? That can. That's how we can time it. It was. It must have been. It was definitely before we brought up the idea before I started streaming. Yeah. Uh, and I started streaming March thirteenth of twenty twenty three. We brought up the idea a couple times before that, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if we have the platform or how to do that right now." Blah blah blah. But we would always, you know, just call and like say stuff about sports throughout the week, hadn't have these conversations about sports, but you'd always. There'd always be such like a generational almost disconnect. Well, that's, um, I was going to get to that point. It all, a lot of it started it stemmed from your, generations. Well, because it started from your buddy Josh talking about LeBron James and where I would rank him. Oh, yeah. Do you want to share? Yep. Do I want to share what? Where I'd rank him? Do you have that whole list? Yeah. Do I you mean, still have that list? I don't have the list uh, in front of me, but I, you know, I'd put Magic, Larry, uh, Larry Bird, I should say, um, Magic, Doctor J, Oscar Robinson, those Chamberlain. Um, you're putting all those guys above LeBron. Above LeBron. Okay, we're gonna have a whole episode about this, but anyways, that's that's where it stemmed from. Um, Just and then that's when that's goober, yeah, yeah, and that's where we got the idea of the name of like generations, yeah. Um, but like I said, this was this was before I started streaming, so we still don't have the platform where like I didn't think we were going to start anything up yet. Um, let's be honest, then you thought I'd forget shit, no, and then uh, I started streaming, I was like, well, I have a little bit more we, we have some sort of platform somebody we can promote this to now it's just what are we doing so it yeah. wasn't the generations anymore because i think we found out there's probably somewhere somebody was, already has yeah that. we looked it up um yeah. what were some of the other i mean then then there was stuff about like i guess because our ultimate idea like i would love to fucking be able to do this shit just talk in sports and do this full time and then we get to golf and i guess our whole idea way down the line is like we just make some golf content too uh, and just kind of talk, talk sports, talk stuff, kind of like Bob does sports. I know that's where you get a lot of um, like inspiration from too. Yeah. So what do we? A, what do we have? I think it? we'd be a lot worse than Bob does sports. If we oh, did. we'd be terrible. Yeah, we'd be no. terrible. That's why we gotta we gotta get better, and then hopefully that <clears throat> aligns up with when we're doing this shit full time anyway. But at, so. at least I think I can get off the tee, right? Bob can't get off the tee right now. Just yeah, watch last. Yeah, he's yeah in Bob's a, in a slump. He's in a pit. Um, Hashtag Bob does sports. Hopefully they're listening. But So we had that. What did we? Car talk. We had thought yeah, about it. Car one talk. Point. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I think it was too, it's just still too centered around just golf when we would have just talked anything else too. And uh, what else? We had four. Was that it? Or par? No. I think it was four. Four, I think, yeah. Uh, we had it was a lot of golf shit. Then, <clears throat> what? 
So we have eight episodes. This is our eighth episode. So this is like, this is like almost two months. So then two months ago, then, you know, we're still having our conversations uh, every week on the phone and through texts about sports and shit like this. And you, I, uh, this idea of a new era and the look, I'll, I'll be honest, I think more the, the idea of the logo came to my head first. I built that out and then I was like, oh, so this can be our name. And I sent it over to dad and I was like, hey, I know we've, we've been saying this and saying this and saying this and saying this and pushing it, you know, kicking the can a little bit. Let's fucking jump on this now because we've got, we've got the opening. Like this, this name makes sense. Uh, the, the description of our show, it can keep it vague. We can do all the sports stuff. And I know you were just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. I've been so yeah, ready. Let's, like, <laughs> let's go. So then we, well, we did the first, did the first did- one, the introductory one. What are we even doing that first one again? When did we do it? No, what did we, what did we do? I'm, I've already forgot. Let me see. It was uh. You call it the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, the Belichick, and that literally what led to it. Yeah, Belichick yeah. ranking the ranking the potential staff replacements. That was the one. Yeah. Rod Mayo hiring, and then we started talking about playoffs. But yeah, and then we were like, "Fuck it, man, let's do it." And now, crazy to think about, but yeah, first one was uploaded. January 14th, this one is uploaded today, February 26th, and we are now eight episodes in. That's awesome, dude. And over 142 downloads. Somewhere around there, yeah. It's crazy to think about that just like, you know, as we reflect on this here, like just talking sports, it's finally come to fruition that we're eight weeks into it. Like, And we have people from Russia, hashtag Thank you for listening, Mr. Russia. Hashtag thank you for listening. <laughs> I didn't want to say hashtag Russia because I no, didn't want to. You, should, to you probably just shouldn't say anything yeah, about it. I you probably, probably should, should just let yeah. that alone. <laughs> yeah, leave that one. Brussels, Mexico, and all over the United you States. You doxing all of our listeners here? <laughs> all over the United States. Yeah. Um,. What the fuck? London. Oh, that's right. Yeah, England. Yeah, London. We too. do. We do have a lot of yeah. UK stuff. Um, do we? Do we have anything else here? No, I think we're good. I, I think, think that what was you all have on to, the... What you have to do is again let everyone know how to get those uh, questions <laughs> and comments out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Twitter. Instagram uh, for our social media platforms there at a new era podcast. You can go ahead, give us a follow there to keep be uh, updated when, when, with when new episodes come out. Uh, Twitter, we kind of, I've got some stuff up there about like sports news and stuff, Boston sports news and stuff like that too. Um, kind of like a news. We, we want to be like a news account on there, right? Eventually. Yeah. Um, Hashtag so can, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> So you can get on there. You can DM us any questions and stuff on either one. Um, shoot us uh, any questions for Q&A or anything like that. Questions, comments, concerns. Uh, a at Wait. A new era podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a fucking start. I've killed the coffee, though. So, like, I'm, a, I'm alert. I'm going. But I, I'm fucking moving a mile a minute. There's their email you can send us on Facebook 
uh, a new era podcast. Um, and should I say the thing now about what we're gonna do? Is yeah, right? I was given enough was time gonna, to plant the scene. I was gonna say we'd give yeah a little. Um, uh, you had mentioned two and a half weeks left in the NCAA bracket or uh, basketball before um, you have league championships tournaments uh so we want to plant the seed now since i mean it is two and a half weeks we'll have two maybe three episodes before we're going to be doing our own bracket challenge so we want participation from you um see if you can beat hansen and my bracket which we will do live well not well, yes, live, I guess. Uh, but we'll record. We'll give you our uh we'll run through our bracket and Hanson's going to put it up on ESPN so we'll have our own new era um podcast group that you can try and be a part of and beat us and then we'll have a, a giveaway. Yeah, so uh, we're like he's mentioned, uh, group that'll be on the ESPN tournament challenge app. Um, that'll be posted up. Mm. We'll get it up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter when the group is created. Uh, yeah, you like you mentioned. Um, so championship Sunday or Saturday, I think, is March. Yes, March 16th. So selection Sunday will be March 17th. That means our episode on March 18th, so 9-10, episode 11, that'll be the one in which we do our whole podcast episode that day. We'll be doing a bracket together. Uh, and we'll sol- are we, you, We're going to do one bracket. We're going to submit we're our gonna one do bracket it. that yeah. they'll have to beat. Um, if you beat our score you get your name in a raffle to win something at this point. I I don't know. We'll give away of uh, potentially some of my personal merch, potentially some, what else did we say? The, um, the drink that you do for your streaming. Some dubby stuff. We could do that too. Maybe we even, I could make, I could get like some new era podcast, like or new era logo, like stickers made or something like that too. We'll we'll think of something, um, but we're just planting the seed. We'll we'll probably come up maybe not next week, but the week after with a whole list of what the giveaway will entail. Um, but just looking for some uh, v- listener engagement here. Uh, you know, it's it's free to enter. You just throw your usual bracket that you're doing with all of your rest of your friends into ours too. Uh, but we hope to have some fun with it and we're going to try to promote it on all the social media platforms too and, and get, get some stuff going there. So um, yeah, look forward to more details on that. We look forward to making, we're going to make a perfect bracket. So it's going to be very hard to beat us. Very hard. Um, very yeah. hard. Um, but you'll hear why. Um, because like I said, we'll, we'll be doing that in a future episode. So um that though that's about all we got right that's that's it i think that's, wrapping I it think up. that's good i i need to i need to head back home yeah i need to make another coffee and get to the freaking work day um but i need to i need to run to the 
to the gas station get some zen i have had i do too actually that's where i'm going right after this yeah yeah i actually i I should have needed i could have got more yesterday but i was trying to be good i was like can i wait no i was gonna get some this morning i just didn't wake up early enough all right anyways uh that's all that's all for us let us stop talking this is this is conversation for the phone or some shit uh we appreciate all you guys listening in to episode eight this week uh we hope you had a lot of fun listening to you know our weekend recap um, our thoughts about the Red Sox offseason so far, and then kind of uh, a deeper dive into, you know, us, into us. Our and what, yep. Yeah, our personalities and, and why this podcast uh, was created. Um, we will catch you guys next week, March 4th, for episode 9. Uh, hope you have a good week. Hope we have a good week of sports. And, uh, Dad, I'll catch you then, too, all right? All right. Love you, son. Love you, Dad.